I'm gonna tell you what it is, okay? It's a dumbass white movie about some dumbass white girls getting their white asses cut the fuck up, okay? Yeah, I suppose Sandra Bullock is Miss Ethnicity, right? Well, no, all I'm saying is that the horror genre is historical for excluding African American elements. Well, look how you get your PhD in black cinema, sister soldier. Afro Horror, everyone. It's Charday here. We are at our last episode of 2020, and we're going out with a bang. I have a great guest today, um, Ivo Trees Little. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on. Um, you know, you've been really patient with me as we've had to reschedule a few times, but we we did it. We're mm-hmm. here. We're going to give it our all for one last time for 2020. Um, but in case anyone listening to this doesn't know who you are can you um just give us a bio and everything you do uh (laughs) sure (laughs) well i am a content creator for you know horror content creator um i make videos (laughs) i put them on youtube movie reviews and i also interview celebrities too and other content creators about what they do and and why do they love horror uh, that's pretty much it. And I always spread uh, positive, you know, like a positivity about horror. Because yes. a lot of people think, since I've grown up, it's like blood, guts, and horror, and sex, and, you know, slashing, and stabbings. <laughs> but, yeah, that too. But it's it's more than that. It's a craft. It's uh, it's It's storytelling. I think it's the most important genre because a lot of talent come out of that. There's a lot of creativity comes out of that. Um, you have to really critical think of how you're going to scare someone. It's, it's a formula. Um, some people do it better than others. Um, others, uh, other directors or writers or producers go psychological, go in depth of a situation. Um, or use familiar things that we know, especially Jordan Peele. Um, he used a lot of, uh, you know, social um, issues that we grew up with, and he turned it into a horror, which I think is very clever. But it, it's um, it's just more than, you know, blood, guts. You know, it's it's the way of life for some. I mean, a lot of people, since I've been doing this and interviewed and talked, um, on social media have had terrible backgrounds. Um, some have been attacked, raped, beaten, um, incarcerated, and they found sanctuary in horror um, and in more depth ways, which, you know, we don't have a lot of time for that particular one. But, uh, <laughs> but um, and I have too. It was a family thing growing up in and so it was a normal thing since I saw the thing when I was about four years old. I was so. going to ask you that next. Was, <laughs> we always ask our guests, what's the one? Everyone has the one movie, that, and yours was the thing. The thing, and I was about four years old when I saw that movie. And it was like, it was always a family gathering. I mean, we've been to drive-ins um, when those were super popular. Um, you know, walk-in theaters, VHS, uh, laser disc. <laughs> That's crazy. So, whole family, mom, dad. Yeah, mom, dad. Uh, my dad passed away when I was uh, six and a half years old, but it kept going. 
um, in our family. And I've seen Pet Cemetery, um, The Fly, Child's Play, Evil Dead, and you know, in the year they came out, those when I saw in the theater, drive-in or whatever. So I was little. And yeah, you were. Four. It didn't matter. It was didn't matter. Put your hands down and watch it. That's what we had to do. So it became a natural thing. Um, it did scare me. I did have nightmares, <laughs> but it was fun. It, it was fun growing up in the 80s. And I wanted to really push that it's still fun, um, no matter what you're watching or, or um, what genre of it, you know, subgenre of it. It is a fun genre overall you know, with your friends, with your loved ones, with by yourself, with snacks and goodies, and just enjoy it. Regardless if someone's being attacked, brutally just beaten on there, it's all <laughs> fake. It's not real. It's entertainment. It's there to scare the crap out of you. And that's all it is. So. A lot of people think um, horror fans like you and I are just like, deranged crazies. I was like, I think I've met the most well-adjusted humans or <laughs> horror fans because they get all of that stuff out. Like mm -hmm. they either write it out, they watch it out. Like the rest of you guys are holding it all in. Maybe you should join us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and in my family, it's just me and my sister so much. So like we, we live together. So um, like last Christmas, we sat in our pajamas, you know, we opened gifts and then we just watched horror movies all day on the couch. And we're like, that's what we're doing for Christmas. Yeah. Not Christmas movies. We're watching. <laughs> hey, I mean, that that's what you do. I mean, it's it's there for fun. It's there for entertainment. Um, I think at some level of the mind, you have to be sick and twisted to able to sit and watch some of the movies. Um, I mean, I've seen like Spit on Your Grave. I think is one of the one of the movies you really got to have a stomach for it um i've seen the remake the remake is tamed compared to the original mm -hmm. um yeah <laughs> yeah it's i mean it, it all depends too like i'm not really into body horror like i don't, I don't want to see another hostel ever again in my life um but i'll watch it like i'll watch anything mm -hmm. once um yeah. Oh my gosh. So this is so great. You guys can't see her, but she's given me face and hair. Uh, <laughs> okay, so if you're also not a beauty influence, uh, influencer, I'm like the videos for that. Uh, <laughs> I do not know how to do makeup. I do not know how to do my hair. That's why I look like this right now. <laughs> so, um, but she well, is it, you, You're still beautiful. It doesn't matter. I, I wouldn't have wore this, but like I said, I'm doing something. I did something before and I'm, and I'm doing something after and it's just better to have it already done <laughs> before well, I actually do it. It is everything. So I'm enjoying it. Thank you for oh, giving me a look. I wish I could have done the same for you, but. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my next follow-up question. So as we're getting to know you before we dive in um, into our film is uh, 2020 is the end of the year. We freaking made it <laughs> after everything. Black Lives Matter movement, pandemic, Trump, and we're still here. A blessing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we had a lot of good horror movies come out this year too. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a bad year for us. So, what was your top, your top for the year? Like, what would you say? Like, oh, okay, that was that was it for me. Well, gosh, there were so many. Um, I have to say, the ones that really stick out is um, uh, Terrified. Uh, it's an Argentina film, and I saw that, and it's on Shutter. It's one of the Shutter uh, 
originals. I hope it's original. If not, it's exclusive. Either way, it's on Shudder. Um, Shudder has really has been putting out some really good stuff. Host is a good one. Um, very, very popular. And if you ever want, if you want to watch it, watch it and you'll see why it's popular because mm-hmm. it's very simple mm-hmm. and they filmed it during the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I watched so, it from my couch and I was like, terrified in my own home right because that's pretty good like you're watching it from your own home going uh (laughs) yeah they did a very good job because right now we're using a lot of social media to talk to people and zoom is one of the biggest yeah we're on zoom right now (laughs) so imagine if like another box popped up i'd be like oh my god (laughs) yeah so it um definitely have to watch that one um yummy is a really good one it's a zombie film so, somewhat of a zombie film. Did it? What did it come out yet? I heard it was. Wait. Yummy. Yummy yeah. is on there. I've watched. I watched that. Terrified. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's it's everything on Shutter. <laughs> yes, Shutter. That's original or exclusive is probably I would say my top so far. I mean, I've seen so many films, but these some of these are original stories or mm-hmm. a story that's already been done but enhanced and changed um a bit so um yeah i would say those the shed is a very good one it's a modern day version of fright night my opinion i i thought it was very grungy of a fright night Mm. um but it was really good so yeah those are my tops keeping you're keeping uh shutter in operation they should send (laughs) an annual check (laughs) like a rebate check (laughs) like thank you we're keeping our doors open. It's, it's funny that you say that because next month, <laughs> I was, since I watch a lot of Shudder, mm-hmm. I watch other channels, you know, Tubi or Tubi or whatever you want to call yeah, it, Tubi. Netflix. But Shudder has, I used to watch it way back when it first started. And yes. it was kind of like a repeat of the same things that on Netflix and everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. And, but then they started really pumping out in the last few years these originals and exclusives yeah and it's like okay let's see and i think they they get it now you know they they really really understand what the horror fan wants we we want a platform where we want to watch horror not just the same ones exactly so you know, exactly. forever you know you know, it's great to have Michael Myers and Jasons and Freddies and yeah, you know, all I know the what classics. You did last, yeah, and Scream, but we want something where it's our own innocence, quote unquote. Yeah. And they've really been kicking some stuff out with the originals and exclusives. So there's so many. And so I decided for January to create Shutterary. So it's yes. Shutter and January, yes. where the entire month, starting a couple of days after New Year's, because um, I'll probably be drunk and <laughs> <laughs> out, you know, so yeah, I ain't going to work. Um, right. Or I might do it the day of uh, the, the January 1st. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure I'm going to do that. But uh, I just want to dedicate, as a fan, dedicate the entire month of just shutter exclusives some exclusives because not Uh all of them are theirs um but mostly originals where i would talk about them review them do live tweets 
live reviews. I won't do like a big thing where it goes on YouTube because there's too many movies. Yeah. So it's all going to be random. And they're the ones that I believe um, that should be um, the front of what Shutter uh, Originals is. Like I said, there's so many, I can't choose them all. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough time and I work, I have a regular job. Right. So <laughs> people have asked me, which ones are you going to choose? And I want to keep that to myself. Um, right. But there's some on there that people have watched, but don't really get in depth with. And that's where I come in. So it's just appreciation of, a, of something for horror fans that I want to like really showcase like this is awesome. And that's it. <laughs> okay. Um, I have three things. The first thing is please tag everyone at Shutter on your Twitter because they should be supporting you in this. I mean, there's no reason why you should be doing this for free except for you're a fan, but I want them to, I want them to catch on and sponsor you and get you some coin. So the one in particular is Phil. I don't know his last name, but Phil works at Shutter and he's on Twitter and mm-hmm. I will tag him too. I'm like, you see what she's doing? You see what she's doing? Because like you, I was also, me and my sister were one of the first subscribers to Shudder when it came out a couple of years ago. And we were like, mm-hmm. this is great. And we've watched it grow over time, especially mm-hmm. with the documentary. Um, Horror Noir. Horror Noir. We went to the yeah. premiere of that at the Egyptian Theater here in LA. And mm-hmm. I got to meet all the Shudder execs. And they're like, why don't you sign up? I was like, I've been sign up. I've been. I'm, <laughs> I'm a supporter. I want this to work. Um, the second thing is a little business stuff for everyone who's listening and for you too. I used to work at a production company and we actually went in to pitch for Shudder at the time. This is a year ago. At the time, they, they didn't make any true originals, meaning they didn't um, hire writers to write an original idea from the network. They outsourced all of their movies. And if you came in with a finished product, they would slap their, like what Netflix used to do in the beginning, they would slap Mm -hmm. their Shutter name on it and call it a a Shutter original. And now you can definitely see, they're not doing it for all filmmakers, but they're definitely doing it um, for the higher up filmmakers where they're like, yes, we want you to write this and then shoot it for the channel. So I'm Mm -hmm. happy that they, that means they're making money because you need Mm -hmm. money to do that. That means they're doing very well. Did you see Scare Me? I have not seen Scare Me. I tried to, I tried to watch it. Now, (laughs) I did try to watch it. But um, I have to watch that another time. It, it's not because it scared me. <laughs> it was. Oh, it's a comedy, was a, so it's slow. There or... was a. It was a character that just was not. Uh, I can, I couldn't get past. She was annoying. She oh, was yeah. annoying to me in the beginning. Yeah. Like oh, the I was car, like the lady in the car. Yeah, driving I was like, him there. Yeah, it gets better. It gets I know that's what better. I heard. Um, that's what I heard. It gets better, but. It was kind of like, oh, let's watch something else. And I think we, I think, what did we watch? We watched another Shutter movie. I can't remember what, but I'm gonna have to rewatch. <laughs> it's definitely, yeah, you definitely have to be in in the mood. I mean, um, I got to interview the writer, director, and producer, um, mm-hmm. and actor, lead actor of it, Josh Rubin, and he's really, really cool and really sweet. But once you get into it, it is a really fun. To, it is a horror comedy, so it is really mm-hmm. funny at the same time, and you know, it's got a couple of scares in it, but watch it you'll like it <laughs> oh okay well that was great i felt like i i know you now and this is awesome and i i hope all our viewers um enjoyed our little intro chat but i know what you came here for you all came here to talk about halloween h2o 20 years later <laughs> because um and i i want you all to know i want everyone to know this i always give our guests a list that they can choose from 
and she picked this movie. Mm-hmm. And I need to know why the hell did she pick this movie? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, there's a, a couple of reasons, but I tried to narrow them down. I picked this movie because I really liked it. And I liked it because it finally gave the main character, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, who plays uh, Laurie Strode, um, it finally gave her a fight. Because you you see, a, you know, Scream came out, and you see that all, you know, one, two, and three, she's forever fighting. And, you know, it's like, whatever. But the, but, but back in the day, you didn't really see it that much where there was a, a really, a get down. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Heather Landingcamp, she, ah. you know, she did that. You know, she did that with one, um, but she was mostly running from him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until it was like, at some point, you know, she's wrestling on the bed. But I really like that you see the face of evil when he gets to the gate, gets to the door, and the face of good, and they looking at each other. She's stunned, and he's like trying to figure out who she is because yeah. you can see he's like pondering because she was younger when he chased yeah. her. Now she's older, and he's like, okay, that's her. Because uh, he was initially going after the boy. Yeah. So, um, but because he knew what the boy looks like, you know. Yeah. But in, in, but when he realized, oh, I remember you, then it became Sister? the battle. Sister? Yeah. <laughs> and I thought it was one of the best fight scenes between, um, you know, the good and evil. You know, she finally was like, okay, I'm going for it. And I then, mean, after 20 years, she better be in the gym. And I... <laughs> better be prepared. And, it, and I think it's one of those where, okay, they made another one after that yes and i'm sorry the, the, <laughs> it, it, i i enjoyed that one but i think the h2o should have been the new one for sure. halloween that for just sure. came out recently and so i wish they would have went with that story after h2o yeah because then I you will understand why she crazy I, I didn't did understand why she was crazy after he uh, chased her once. Yeah, they, I, I don't like that they erased that. I don't like they erased a whole discography of films in between. And I don't like that they erased the sister narrative, too. I was yeah, just like, and her son. I mean, because they her have son. the daughter. Yeah. And I was like, he, they should have kept the son because he's older. That would have been really great. And yes, and we love Josh Hartnett. Yeah, he was actually pretty good, and I would have loved her as psycho crazy as she is after H2O, because then you understand why she, everything's locked away, bolted up, yep. guns yeah. everywhere. I, you, you get that, because she found out that he may still be alive. That wasn't even him that she killed. Then, you know, I can understand all that. But when it skipped that, it was like, this is pointless. Yeah, you, the, the one story, night, you struggled for sense. one night and you're scared for 40 years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, that's why I really liked it. Also, um, L.O. Cool J, he could do no wrong. Yes. Um, he doesn't die in his films, except uh, <laughs> one that wasn't a horror film. It Which was, one was it? In, in Too Deep. In Too Deep. 
that's old. He was a gangster. Oh wow, you're right. I he think, didn't die in Deep Blue Sea. No, no, it's um, it's in the deep. It's not Deep Blue Sea. It's called In the Deep. In I the think deep. Oh, in the deep or in something. I don't know. It was with um, oh my gosh, it was so old. It's so old. <laughs> Whatever. Shout it's not a horror Ella. film. Yeah, it's not a horror film. But I think he has, if I remember, there he has a clause in his contract where he does not die in horror films. Okay, period. So, I can like yeah. that. So you just don't know what's going to happen to him during the movie. Period. But he doesn't, he almost, he always almost dies. <laughs> right. That's what this episode is about. Since she, she picked Halloween H2O, we are giving our flowers to the incomparable LL Cool J. Yes. Um, the ladies <laughs> love himself. And um, I said this on Twitter, but I'll say it again. My grandmother, before she passed, was the biggest LL Cool J fan. She watched the NCM ISLA every week. And um, she said, that's my boyfriend. That's my boyfriend. And I had the pleasure to meet Mr. Cool J on set once when I was an extra years ago and he was the sweetest, kindest, humblest person I've ever met. And for that, um, I'm more than happy to end 2020 talking about LL Cool J. So um, this has been lovely. And that, I mean, this is really great though because um, you didn't know it, Michael Myers is actually my favorite movie monster. There's a decal on my door here and he's wearing a Christmas hat now, um, but it's a Michael Myers decal and he's just, he just stares at me all day long. <laughs> the shadow man so i'm really excited to talk about this movie with you i was so stoked when you picked it i was like i don't think anyone was ever gonna pick it so great um it's been like recycled and all of the options every time i get a guess and everyone just skips it well, like, this movie was a big deal when it came out oh it was i it remember was a big deal because i went to the i went to the day it opened and the theater it was sold out it was mm-hmm. so packed and everyone cheered and jeered and screamed and hollered and everything. And I remember watching it about L.O. Cool J and <laughs> when yeah. they found out who it was, we were like, oh, when we, they were shoot, she just shot and, you know, we were kind of see the shadow and realize L.O.'s on the yeah. ground. The whole place, no, no, damn it. <laughs> so, that was when a lot of theaters, um, people, theater go- goers really um, participate in yeah. the film. That's when we had like, theaters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, it was fun. I mean, res- you know, people respect each other, you know, not talking and stuff like that. But don't go in there. Ah, everybody would just, yeah. you know, get, I really miss get that. into it. I so. do miss that. I, I, I remember um, I did not get to see this movie in theaters because I was on the, uh, unlike your cool family, my family was not down with me seeing this stuff <laughs> at a younger age, but I saw it as slumber party and it was just a bunch of girls. Yes. Just like, ah, this is scary. <laughs> um, and, but we all also had huge crushes on Ella Cool J, obviously, but mm-hmm. Josh Hartnett, because Josh Hartnett at the time was like the faculty mm-hmm. and some, um, oh, Othello. And he was just a big deal. And we we're like, oh my gosh, what a Yeah, heart he crap. was a heartthrob back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Michelle Williams, I mean, she wasn't as big as she is now, but um, mm-hmm. we knew her for Jocelyn's Creek and we were like, oh, this cast is so hot. So, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's the hot, hottest cast of 1998, you guys, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, okay, so now we're going to uh, talk about who made the film so we can shout them out. Um, and then we're going to dive into um, <laughs> our breakdown because there's so much to be touched upon 
and I can't wait to get into it. Okay, so Halloween H2O 20 years later, that's the title of the movie, the full title. Um, first of all, let's stop, let's stop already right there. That title still cracks me up to this day. H2O. No water in this movie. <laughs> So yep. not even a glass of water was drank. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was it was very clever thinking. H2O. <laughs> Halloween. Could you imagine the board meeting? Okay, it's 20 years later. We're gonna do a Halloween movie, we're gonna call it. Anyone, spit out ideas. H two O. Because they told us <laughs> not to pronounce it H20. They said pronounce it H2O. H2O. They were very mad <laughs> about that. But I was like, at least there's a, could there be a pool scene, something? No, this water has no movie. So if you're looking for water, um, <laughs> not in this movie. It's dry as hell. Um, and I love the fact that they had to preface it with colon 20 years later, just in case H2O was confusing for anyone. <laughs> yeah. It's been 20 years. <laughs> so we're just letting you off the bat. I think they overthought the title a wee bit too much i was just like halloween would have been totally fine like scream you know scream five just announced that they're not scream five they're scream what do you feel about that because i have no feelings except for why <laughs> uh maybe they feel like it's their own version of a reboot but not actually doing it that makes me quite upset then because that means we might be erasing some storylines well, because they're supposed to use mostly the same cast, but if they're so old right now, right. <laughs> that um, Sydney's I guess, sixty years old, geriatric, with her <laughs> trying to run with her like cane. Oh so I'm guessing for the new generation, it's like a remake, but oh, not boy. with the original cast that are super old, and they probably will have. So a younger group with them. So they'll have them with a younger, you know. You guys can't see me, but I'm rolling my eyes right now. Their kids, their their grandkids, who knows? So we don't, we'll we'll find out. It's frustrating. It's like when I saw in the news that they're doing um, a She's All That remake and um, my girl, uh, Lee, what is her name? Wow. The lead and she's all that I can't remember but now she's playing the mom and I was like do we have to do this do we have to take my beloved stars like I don't want to see Sydney the mom I want to <laughs> see Sydney run like I want to see uh, and speaking of grudges 20 years like whoever is like still pissed at Sydney and her hoe mom let it go like <laughs> they will not let this Sydney girl live her mom hoed it out one time and it's been a downfall ever since but we're not here to talk about scream that's a different thing if scream ever wants to cast more black people we could actually talk about their movies but since we already talked about scream 2 i guess we're pretty much done one day we'll get to scream 3 um <laughs> so we're here about halloween h2o uh 20 years later okay so it was directed by steve minor uh, it's got a few writers on it it's got so many writers on IMBD that um, they list three and there's see more afterwards. And I'm not going to see more. I'm just going to list the three that first pops up. Uh, Deborah Hill, John Com- Carpenter, and Robert Zapia. Um, and it stars, of course, the screen queen, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, um, mm-hmm. Adam Arkin, Michelle Williams, uh, Josh Hartnett. And um, we're giving our flowers today to LL Cool J, but it also has a nice little cameo from a very young, very adorable Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So, <laughs> yeah, he was very, yeah. <laughs> he was so adorable and cute. 
so cute, so young, and he still like, looks the same too. He does even now. It, that guy does not age. The face, he's just like <laughs> taller, but the face. And then also, yeah. side note, really sad we never got to see him like as Robin. <laughs> like they really hinted yeah. at that, and then they never gave it to us. And I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like. I want to oh, see. we also um, Janet Lee's in there, which is uh, she plays Norma Watson, which oh, is yes, Jamie yes. Lee Curtis' mother. Yes, and so. it's a um, Janet Lee is in here, and it's a very cute scene that they share together. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's just horror ro- royalty. And they they did a couple of references to Psycho. Yes, I, I all in there. So it was very much a lot of cute little references. This is a very nostalgic film. Mm-hmm. Um, rest in peace, Janet Lee. And um, Jamie Lee, who's who I will say, um, I've heard some nasty things about Jamie Lee, but I've also really respect her. She knows this fan base really well. She is always up to play if the money is right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And she doesn't like going to cons. That's the thing. Because they don't she- have no money. <laughs> <laughs> she's She's been to a few. She's very hard to book um she mm. doesn't really like the large crowds and stuff like so i've heard so i've heard so you know who likes going to cons who? Sydney, sydney prescott <laughs> she loves going to cons so maybe she is the superior scream queen one of these days huh. you guys we're gonna have a sydney versus um laurie strode episode where you can come and pitch your case um i'm team sydney all the way uh, but I do, I gotta give up for Laurie Strode. Uh, except for, you know what? They reset the movie. So maybe <laughs> she's not technically a scream queen anymore. She's only been attacked twice. So. Yeah. <laughs> New Halloween is coming up this year. 2021 Halloween Kills. Are you excited for that? Uh-oh. <laughs> she sighed. <laughs> oh, no. There was- no. No, 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 no. Let me, let me explain. It's just that, you know, when I, when I watch horror films, I, I look deeper than what I'm looking at. I look at why, what's the purpose of this character? What is, mm. what are they, what are they trying to prove? Mm. And when they skipped everything just to write this, so it, it starts from, you know, 1978 and it just moves to her crazy it didn't make any sense. The whole movie did not make any sense to me. And I sat there in the theater and I just couldn't connect to why she's like that. And then her daughter was so rude So rude, a bitch from top to bottom. Yeah, I couldn't, so I didn't, there were, you barely liked the characters. However, the young black little boy, I forgot his name. He was my favorite. He didn't play. He was everyone's favorite. Yes. I want the whole movie about him next one. Okay. Like (laughs) he was adorable. He was good. Um, Other than that, there wasn't a lot of likable characters and it was hard to like Laurie Strode because Mm -hmm. it was like, uh, I just, I'm not buying it. She's doing too much. So when, all this said and done, the, the, the conflict between her and Michael was very brief. Yes, um, right. And then it's like, lock him down there, burn up everything. And then now he, you know, she's screaming, you know, when they showed a little trailer, she's like screaming and hollering, no, don't go there, let him burn, let him burn. And then it's like, he's back. I'm just like, I know. Okay, th- okay. 
I don't know it's, which way they're going, but it's like now it's getting pretty redundant. It's, it's like, pretty interesting because the producers um, and, and, you know, I love Danny McBride, so please don't add. Dana Bright is a part of the team that pitched this to Blumhouse to say, we want to do it this way. And they're such big fans of the genre and I mean, of this franchise. I'm like, but they wrote the movie like they're not actually fans. They wrote the movie like they had no idea about the history. Like they don't even care about um, the legacy that is Michael Myers. So I'm, I'm so confused. The one thing I, I was pissed about it, and maybe you agree with me, maybe you don't, but that's fine. This is how I feel. I didn't like that a bunch of men behind the scenes, the writers, the producers, the director, wrote this movie about three women and then had this like in your face me too stance with the three women at the top of the stairs and michael myers it was so like you are playing in our faces this is just a slap in the face right now like you're trying very hard to make this pro woman but you didn't actually hire any fucking women to actually <laughs> tell you what would have been an appropriate like response so um the one thing I will take away from that new Halloween is that there was that scene about the bomby sandwiches that the cops mm -hmm. were talking about. And that's where I first learned about bomby sandwiches. And now I'm addicted to bomby sandwiches. So that's mm. what I got from it. Yeah. Oh, I, just, I just, it's just a weird... And the movie had no black people except for one sheriff. So. There, there was a lot of things wrong with that film. There were a lot of things that worked. It's just, I would never say, no, go see a film. I would never say this movie's bad. I just wish they kept with H2O. Yes. And kept her crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, after that, you know, like, yeah, because we're, we're going to get into it because she, at the top of this movie, she is batshit crazy. So I can't wait till we get there because she is re like ridiculous like on the edge and she deserves to be at this point mm -hmm. um even 20 years later so it all like you said it all makes sense but what blumhouse we're gonna have a whole episode about blumhouse because <laughs> i have a love hate mostly hate relationship with blumhouse so <laughs> anyway okay. guys here's the here we go we're diving in and um feel free to interrupt me anytime because this uh wikipedia synopsis is awful <laughs> so anything you want to dive into um, on October 29th, 1998, Michael Myers burglarizes Dr. Sam Loomis's retirement house in Langdon, Illinois. Already first sentence, let's stop there. Who taught Michael Myers to drive? <laughs> uh, that's the thing. Who taught, who gave him a driver's license? You, could you imagine him at the DMV, like signing his paperwork? <laughs> How does now, he know? <laughs> well, see, I think that's where you would cut in with Rob Zombie's yes. Halloween because Rob Zombie put, he, his was not a remake. See, yes. that's the thing I have to say. It's not a remake. It's not a reboot. He said that he's, he was writing a film. He directed a film, wrote it, produced it, whatever. in homage to a genre he loves. Yeah. He adores John Carpenter. He adores Halloween. And so because he actually is Rob Zombie, who got the money, mm he's -hmm. well known. He was like, I want to make a film of my own to pay homage to Halloween. And that's what he did. It is not a remake, not a reboot. But what I loved about his version is that he gave you the inside depth of where mm -hmm. Michael Myers came from. Yeah. You never knew that. So I think he did a great job. So him driving a car may have came from <laughs> his knowledge during that time as 
Michael Myers in Rob Zombie's Halloween. There you go. Okay, look, she saved it because I was just like, I don't, <laughs> I don't see like Loomis giving Michael like driving to okay, put it in reverse. No, 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 no pass on the gas. Like, I, I'm not giving a psycho killer any types of machinery to control. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. um, but I will say, Michael, you are a fantastic driver. Not one scratch on that car, and you parked <laughs> so beautifully. So respectfully, um, you clearly take care of your car. So <laughs> I'm. Um, well, Michael Myers is not crazy. That's no. the thing. He's not. Thank crazy. you. Thank you. I really want a story from Michael Myers' point of view to say, "Look, I'm just consistent. I'm persistent. I'm good at my job. Patient. That's it. I'm patient. Very patient. <laughs> like, and you guys think I'm crazy, but do I yell? No. <laughs> like am i like he's aggressive not, no he's not a he's not a random killer however he is a killer of opportunity yes. if you're in his if way. you're in his way get out That's of his it. way and he doesn't care about you yeah he doesn't pursue like he see you i'm going after you if you just happen to cross paths that's it's it. over the yeah. one thing i will say to that ethos though that the new halloween fucked up on is remember the scene where he the woman is um in her kitchen and he he kills her and then there's a baby and he just lets the baby go and i'm like look i don't want to see a baby die on screen anyway but that technically that baby's a snitch i don't understand why michael <laughs> just walked away from a screaming baby because he's not a crazy man all right well that might actually help the ethos then because i was just like i don't so so he likes babies like he's evil but he likes babies like that's where he draws the line <laughs> like <he's> just, <laughs> like that's his his end game like oh no i can't kill a kid i kill dogs i kill humans children uh babysitters not a baby okay i like that he's a layered <laughs> layered man anyway i just um i love you more and more michael <laughs> so um so Loomis's former colleague, Marion Chambers, uh, uh, portrayed by Nancy Stevens, who took care of Loomis until he died, arrives and discovers the file on Laurie Strode, who is presumed dead in an automobile accident and is missing. <laughs> okay. Well, well, okay. Great. Laurie's missing. We got it. Um, Laurie's missing, but Loomis doesn't lock up any files. He leaves them clearly on his desk to be found. <laughs> very, very, uh, speaking of opportune, like, do you think Michael walked in and just, like, put the knife down, took the mask off, was like, oh, my God, where are these files? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you think he, like, took a break, like, a breather, had a snack, and then was like, all right, let me go in the office. Oh, they're right here. That's convenient. Like, that's really cool. Um, and my other question is like, can Michael Myers read past like a third grade level? I don't know. So this, he's very smart. <laughs> In the first two minutes of this movie, Michael is the smartest man on earth. Um, anyway, so Michael kills her, okay? Um, and her teenage neighbor, Jimmy, who is Joseph Gordon-Levitt and their friend, Tony, um, before leaving the house with Lori's files. So, <sighs> Michael, Michael, Michael. So I totally get why you had to kill Jimmy and even Tony. Um, a little harsh with a skate to the face, like a little bit. <laughs> Tiny overdoing it because he's a kid and you're Michael Myers. But, you know, it was cute. It was cute. Um, the nurse, though, I'm just like... Hey. Well, I think, like, I think at this point, okay, so he was at the house mm -hmm. in the beginning. Yep through and finding Lori's choice files and then he left the house 
Yes, he did. Then went next door. He went next door. Killed so the boys. Two, two boys. Oh, that's killed right. them. Yep. So if she never ran to the house, if the nurse never ran to the house, she would have never got killed. If she would have left the, True. like completely left her house, left, don't even go to the neighbor's house and just walked away and get help, she would have lived. But she was, she ran over there because she know the neighbors and realized they were killed and tried to, you know, fight off and whatever. But the, the thing that really got get me when I was watching, I was like, man, cops cannot hear anything. Yeah, I like, the house is <laughs> right behind you. And then like, she's screaming, making all that noise. And the they're just like, oh, what's going over here, Billy? I mean, it was like, like uh, I even make 10 four. everything's clear. Everything's <laughs> clear? Did you look through that window? Like, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like, it, oh, yeah. That's Michael, like the biggest cliche. The cops never hear anything that is happening right next to them. If there was ever a petition to defund the police, it would be by Michael <laughs> Myers. Um, if I ever had to defend Michael Myers in court, I would say, my client is innocent. Uh, it's not his fault the dumbass police officer showed up too late to save people. <laughs> like... They or they do reach. show up, but they're right. All they're always right there, out of reach. Right there, out of reach, and never so. hear or see anything. And it's <laughs> not Michael's fault that he is not only the quietest hummingbird, uh, a good driver, um, <laughs> dead shot. <laughs> like it's not his fault. He's good at his job. My my Michael Myers trains clearly more than the police does. Um, so that's the opening. That's our teaser to the film. Um, and it lets us know a, a couple of pieces of information. Like, that's how Michael tracks down Lori. <laughs> Sorry, I, every time I think about it, it cracks me up. This woman is gone for 20 years. Loomis knows where she is. He keeps all her files out in the open. Michael finds the files. He has MapQuest or Google Maps or... Well, it was in 98. That wasn't that's near, right. really. So there was no MapQuest, <laughs> no Google Maps. So he's, what, taking just a lay of the land? He's like, okay, East is a finger in the air. The wind is right, so I'm going to take I-95. How does he know how to get he's, there? He's, he's a supernatural being. That's how he knows. He is. He is my favorite. That's why. Because there's no <laughs> Like, suspension of belief, my ass. Like, there's a lot of suspension of belief in horror, but this one really gets me. I'm just like, how did he? No. Um, they skip this part in in the synopsis, but I want to talk about that bathroom scene with oh. that out, the, him and the, the young lady and the another child um, mm -hmm. who he doesn't murder and he doesn't yeah. murder that young lady but technically she's in his way but she, he just wants her car, he robs her <laughs> he wasn't in his way see, oh. see in his way what I'm thinking is if he's he, he's on a mission to get from A to B but you happen to split, go right in the middle mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. his A to B, then he gets you. Okay. Uh, so this one, the, the, you know, she pulled over, her daughter had to go take a piss and they go into the, you know, the men's bathroom mm -hmm. and they're in there and, you know, the daughter's singing or whatever and her, she puts her bag down. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to kill. Like, it's not at the, that's not his motivation. Right. She's not in his prize. way. He needs her car. So, the car. if she would have kept on to her bag, because that's what he needed from her, he would have killed her. But right. because the bag was in arm reach, he took the bag and took off. 
took the bag, took the key, took the bag, and he like threw her shit yeah. out. <laughs> and took the keys and me. left because she wasn't in his way. I want to give a, a tip to Michael Myers. While you're already stealing a car, go ahead and take a credit card too, because you're gonna run out of gas <laughs> again. Um, you might as well have lifted a couple of dollars because we just don't want to keep this like trend of the car loses gas, you have to get another car. You know, it's just it's not practical. You you have somewhere to be. So you know, if you just would have stole the woman's purse, the nurse's purse in the beginning, you never would have to stop for gas. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> But I like, I, I love this conversation because of all of the uh, super monsters in the genre, Michael is very focused. One person, one person in line, it's Lori. I got it out for her. I want her. She's the one that got away. I'm going to get her and everyone else. I don't care. Like, um, he's got a goal. He's got a plan. I bet it's his 2020 vision board or his 1998, 20 years later vision board was just like pictures of Lori and different facets like mm -hmm. so i admire him i admire that he also keeps the same um weapon he is not evolved to a gun he mm -hmm. never will um he can drive a car but god forbid he shoots a gun um he's very pacifist in that way he's a, a, a liberal he's for all for gun control he's all about knives um so we gotta love michael myers for that and his his uniform what do you think about the outfit let's talk about the mask real quick this mm -hmm. was an atrocious mask as as mask go for my because he's had different types of white face mask over the years but this one's awful so bad you liked it i didn't like it <laughs> well i mean they didn't really put a, a camera on it not too much except for the time where um, when he's right in laurie's face yeah that, that's like the only time you gotta look at it but i think at this point the mask is not important it's just the the structure of it okay he has this white mask and it's this iconic, you know, signature look. How it evolved, because it got worse in the regular Halloween. It did. I mean, in the, the recent, <laughs> the newer recent. one. That one was like, what? Crazy. <laughs> um, it looked like it stinks, but. Yep. But the thing is, is that it's just the, the picture of it. It's the iconic image of who he is. It doesn't yep. matter if it was tore up, you know, discolored, patchy, as long as it looks like the iconic at this point. No one, no one really cares. <laughs> I think Michael Myers might be the most eco-friendly person on this planet. Like his carbon footprint is zero. He gets rid of <laughs> cars, he doesn't refuel them, he gets rid of them, finds a new one to drain it. He wears mm -hmm. the same uniform, same mask, kills the, like, well, he kills mostly people, but he has the same ideal to kill this person. Like, he is, um... He's our, um, what do you call it? Uh, environmentalist friendly king. <laughs> Bless him. Bless you, Michael. Um, so then that scene happens and Michael takes off again. And, and then real quick, this woman is driving the ugliest fucking car I've ever seen in my life. What yeah, the it hell was a was little, that? It, it, it almost looked like the, the truck that Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers, yeah, was, eating you. <laughs> was driving. Because I was watching it again and I was like, jeepers creepers right it does <laughs> why are you driving this as a young mother like i get it like um you made a, you may be tight on a budget but th was there not a kia available at the shop was there not like an aztec an aztec i mean pontiac cruise something because what i don't even know what that was but it was very fitting I, for michael yeah see so i think the whole idea was 
not uh, fitting for the the mother and daughter. It would be fitting after he takes it. So yes. I guess the, the the writers were thinking, this is the point of what's more important than if it is a brand new car or whatever. But they yeah. wanted it to look the most decrepit, dark, <laughs> spooky, scary car they could think of. And it was just weird that the mother is driving that with her right. daughter. Her daughter. But it, but it also looked vintage. So vintagey. I mean, you say vintage, I say rusted. <laughs> well, it looks like one of a kind. It's something you would have not seen. I, I True, hope. from a junkyard. Um, yeah. I just really don't understand. Like, Michael, we've been so good at being stealth the whole time. Like, you don't think showing up to this posh academy and that broke ass shit was going to like really raise some red flags imagine if michael Myers strolled up to that um that private school in like a mercedes <laughs> like could you imagine let's <laughs> see that okay so if he drove up in a mercedes it's the normal thing you know they like wait i think it would have captured more attention what oh, okay. what the the point of that car is when he drove up and you know you have ll cool j doing uh romantic poetry <laughs> romantic porn <laughs> you know poetry for um his wife or whatnot because you know he was trying to make some money yep um that car you know smoking and you know there it, it has that creep factor that dark factor that we needed at that moment because when he goes see what was strange about that if I saw that at the gate, I wouldn't open the gate to uh, best. Period. Period. I'm like, because no. as soon as he opens the gate, he just sneaks on behind him. That was really like funny. Nothing. That was so <laughs> funny to me. It's just like, whoop, whoop, let me just inch off. You know? <laughs> like, you're the worst very, security guard in the Michael's world. Michael's very light on his feet, I could tell he you. He is a Chester cat. Like, he is a black cat in the night. Um, does not talk, does not make a noise. I respect it, honestly, because I can't walk without, like, like farting a little bit but, but at this point uh when that movie came out i've gotten the feeling that he's a supernatural being at this point i agree because he's pure rage i agree yeah that's what they took away from him um mm -hmm. in the new one they said oh he's aged and he gets older i was like he doesn't age he doesn't get older he stays forever evil and whatever that age is if it's 35 like mm -hmm. they made him this old decrepit like man who's just obsessed with Lori and they took away that like supernatural like this guy will never die because he cannot die because now he is just pure evil yeah and that sucks because that's why michael myers is so cool yeah um but anyway I, I hate to rip on a car i see you're on a budget you're, you're still an environmentalist so i'm really <laughs> happy for you all right so now we move on in summer glen california so let's just put this in your google map mind uh Michael just drove from Landon, Illinois to sunny Glen, Summer Glen, California. That's at least a three-day trip. And he took a break, so maybe four. But somehow he makes it in less than 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's so fast. And that car, does, the car he stole does not look like it could make it more than five miles going 30. <laughs> 30. So um, he, that's a mad, he's a miracle to me. Michael, we love you. Um, Lori faked her death to avoid Michael, and she lives under assumed name, having a career as a headmistress, way to lay low, Lori, um, of Hillcrest <laughs> Academy. It's a private boarding school. 
So Lori's in a relationship with the Hillcrest guidance counselor, aim higher, Lori. Like you could have had the principal, the owner of the property, guidance counselor, fine. You don't respect yourself. Um, <laughs> Will Brennan. However, Lori is far from happy as the tragic events from 1978 still haunts her. She lives in fear that her brother, see, clearly in the synopsis, they call her her brother. Her brother may return. So Lori's a hot mess. She's <laughs> in a hot mess. Hot mess. She's yeah. supposed to lead these children and she can't make it through the day. Without uh, her, her glass of Chardonnay. Oh, I, that kind of rhyme. Yes, yes, we did it. We're rappers. Bars. <laughs> Um, now, I'm always here for a day drink, but she's, like, shaking and drinking. I'm like, oh, that's never good. That's never a fun time. Because um, it's Halloween, right? But, yeah. But I do like how we see the relationship with her son, uh, with her and her son. Yes. She's had these nightmares, cold sweats, and he's always there to run to catch her, to help her. Yeah. And he's probably been doing it forever. Um, you know, at one point, they did mention that she was married and... Um, you know, she went through a divorce. And so she's just, she's just, she went through so much and trying to protect her son. Um, so she's kind of a undercover, like having a mental breakdown. And you know, but if she, she doesn't, did she, did she tell John? I can't remember. John knows about his uncle, right? Like he's yeah. aware. Okay. Just, yeah. So John knows. He, yeah. He knows. And he's like, it's been 20 years. I'm still alive. You're still alive. Yeah. We changed names. We're in some remote, you know, uh, school. Um, we live here. I mean, there's, there's nothing going to happen. Yeah. But um, then I, I love how, even though it, that is true, she still looks over her shoulder. She's still having nightmares. And then you see in her medicine cabinet, she has like a hundred pills yes, that queen. she's taking. Yes. And, but if, if you remember part one and two, now see the thing when I was reading about, I couldn't understand if it was just after part, um, the first one, but the second Halloween was right after she yes. was admitted in the hospital. So yep. it's very the same year. Exactly. So same day. Uh, damn near. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn near. So so uh it it was just right after that happened. They admitted her to the hospital for her injuries and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. um so 20 years later is after two. Yeah. If it, 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 it time wise. Right. So I can understand why she has all those pills. She's yep. screaming in her dreams. Um, she's crazy, you know, she's like, where are you at? Tell me where you at at all times. I need you here. That's why she became, you know, probably headmistress because her son is at the same school. True. Sleeping in the next room. I mean, <laughs> I get the crazy. Oh, I get it. I'm, I'm here for it. Look, a little pill, a little Chardonnay. Like, she's just living like a... She's a not even supposed to drink wine with those pills. <laughs> Oh, no, but, you know, she, everything Lori's doing, she's not doing anything different than Nicole Kidman has been doing on screen as a, a rich white woman for like 12 years. So at least <laughs> Lori has a reason why yeah. uh, that she's doing it. Lori, I also want to recommend a little tip to you. My tip to Lori, um, maybe smoke some weed. I think <laughs> better than the pills, it kind of would mellow you out. I think the pills still keep you on a frequency that's just not where you need to be. So I'm, I'm going to prescribe you um, 10 grams of some chronic to help you just calm the fuck down. Smoke it with your son. He's a pothead. You can tell. Look at his hair. 
<laughs> I know that was a hell of a hairstyle. And we loved Josh. It's so weird. We love Josh Hartnett for that kind of hair and that messy, like those big eyes. We love this little man. So, but it's not your show, Josh. It's, it's LL's show. Um, <laughs> so yes. Yeah, so at the Academy campus, the students um, are leaving to go to a school trip to Yosemite. Um, and uh, leaving only Lori and Will and security card named Ronnie Jones. Let's stop right there. Is that not the blackest name in a script you've ever had to read? <laughs> Ronnie Jones. <laughs> like, Ronald Ronnie Jones. That's true. Ronald Ronnie Jones. That is. <laughs> <laughs> Played by LL Cool J. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you mentioned earlier, like, uh, LL is trying to write a romance like Cornish novel and he's on the phone because this is 1998 y'all so it's not a cell phone it is a yeah. Cornish phone mm-hmm. <laughs> um with his wife who is this is my this is my problem with the film because it's Afro horror so we have to talk about it she's not seen on camera we just get a voiceover but she's the most stereotypical black woman <laughs> ever and she's like, everybody, we gonna read me that story. And I'm just like, is this what we all think we all sound like? Like, I'm so frustrated. So um, she doesn't make an appearance, but there technically is a black woman in this movie. So flowers to that voiceover actress too. If I can find your name. Hopefully oh, wait, she here is it is. Black. Here it is. It's Cheryl. Oh my God. The black woman's name is Cheryl in the movie. So <laughs> that is, I hate this movie now. Um, her name is Lisa Gay Hamilton. Oh my God, Lisa Gay Hamilton! You guys! If you've ever seen The Summer Fears, Jackie Brown, um, True Crime, she usually has a shorter haircut. I didn't know that was her voice. I apologize, Miss Hamilton. I will never disrespect you like that ever again in my life. Well, maybe she changed it up a little bit because it's, you know. Yeah, it does not sound like her at all. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, I'm really happy to hear that um, and devastated she had to subvert herself to such a terrible, terrible dialogue. Um, but they're cute. I will say they're cute. They're giving me more love than um, Lori and her man is giving me, um, even though they're just over the phone. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so they're there. Uh, Ronnie Jones is there. Uh, John, obviously. And then his girlfriend, Molly Cartwell. Again, the whitest name I've ever heard on screen. So the screenwriter was really to these stereotypes um mm-hmm. and then some disposable friends we always need to have some disposable crews so we can just get this body count up you guys and that's charlie devoe and his girlfriend sarah winthrops oh, these names um and they're gonna have a halloween party in the basement because at first Lori did not want to let john go on the field trip because no no, no, no 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 it's halloween mm-hmm. you can't be mm-hmm. alone and then somehow her baby or not baby daddy <laughs> her man like convinces Lori mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Uh, like he should go mm-hmm. and she accepts it she goes okay you should go on the trip and he's like oh shit at this time he's already made plans with the classmates like get their freak on in the basement but it works out because then she thinks he's on the trip he gets to be downstairs and really do what he want to do um so everyone's lying to each other um, <laughs> that's the biggest lesson to take away that when you tell lies your uncle comes to find you and kill you. So I hope John really took that to lesson. Um, so there's a scene that they're, they're not, um, I don't think they, oh no, they do. We'll keep going. Later that night, <clears throat> Lori finally tells Will her true identity, that she is Lori Strode, that her brother mm-hmm. is Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the, this is what the synopsis is saying. The synopsis is saying that Lori in that moment 
realizes that Michael is going to return to kill her, and that's why she sends John away. That's very astute, Lori. She, I guess she just figured, like, 20 years, it's the anniversary, he's really big on details, so... i thought she didn't realize uh like after she was you know her and her man was going to get it on and she confessed her uh her checkered past yeah (laughs) um and then he asked her how old were you when all this happened and she said 17 yeah looking up at a card because it's her son's 17th birthday anniversary yeah yeah so yeah. that's that's so according... then that's when it's like in her head okay he he waited 17 years to to you know to get me right it's 17 years now well 20 right. years but you know but he's my son is 17 she's like well, he knows let, you let me... have a son Lori. <laughs> yeah. well she doesn't know that see she she just like let me check on this she started to panic it was that mother instinct let me call did they make it? You know, he answers, yeah. he answered the phone. He's like, whoo, okay. You know, um, but when she picks up the phone and it's dead, it's like, wait a minute, go to this phone, it's dead. And then go to his room and saw that all his stuff is still there. Mm. Okay, my son is here. And that's when she said, somebody didn't go to yosemite yeah they didn't get on the bus it, it's because i got confused like why would she say somebody and it's her son right i think what she meant was somebody meaning some people didn't go that he's with i right. mean they, and um so and then that's when she started to panic and then it cuts to the teens doing what teens what do. teens do in the Crying, but I like they didn't have sex, you know, in this yes, film. Yes, I agree. They I like were that. planning to have some kind of animal sex, they said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little uh, no, Yeah, because she was like, no sex games till I've eaten, Charlie. <laughs> so, yeah, it was... Um, uh, implied, yeah, implied, really. <laughs> they were going to do some freaky shit on Halloween in that basement. Uh, and Michael just... Michael's also um, pro-abstinence. <laughs> and, and just could not let that go down so no. he was like no teen sex he's he, he hangs out with jason a lot and jason's like you know i'm pro you know abstinence too i don't like counselors having sex kids having sex so i think michael adapted some some policies <laughs> from there um yeah. they all hang out by the way in my mind <laughs> so um all right so then meanwhile michael arrives in in his pontiac Ford in his stolen old panel truck at the Hillcrest and um, promptly he goes to kill Charlie and Sarah so let's just talk about the first to die is Char- well the first to die at the school is Charlie there was three others before Charlie mm. um, Charlie gets his hand pushed down a drain and I kid you not ever since I've seen that movie I'm the I cannot put my if so I drop something down my drain bucket it's gone I'm not even going to retrieve it. It could be a wedding ring, anything. Because <laughs> I still have nightmares about his hand getting stuck in that, that drain mm-hmm. and how close he was. Um, and Michael kills him. And this is my thing. Okay, so your theory is that Michael has a mission. And if you're in his way, he's going to get you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, Michael, you're not really looking for Lori at this point. Like, you're, you're getting distracted. Like, mm-hmm. Charlie sees you, you kill him, and then you wait. And Sarah comes in. And then you play with her too. And I'm like, what happened to my like 
type A focused man. Why are you taking breaks? Like Lori's over here. So well, I think at that time he didn't have a weapon. Oh and wait, he, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Did he leave the facility and did not grab a knife from the house at Loomis's house? <laughs> well, he was in the kitchen. He went to the. I think he was going to the kitchen, and oh it so happened God. the guy was there, and oh. You know, butcher knives in kitchens. Yeah. Michael, uh, you didn't take the weapon with you from the first house? You were in two houses two minutes in the movie and you forgot to grab the one thing you need to official. That's why you didn't kill the woman in the bathroom, bitch. You didn't have your knife. It had nothing to do with your intentions. Oh, this is all very new to me. I've seen this movie a thousand times and I'm just realizing this. Um, so he gets his knife. Uh, and he kills Charlie and he kills Sarah. Sarah in probably one of the coolest sequences where she's going up the dung. Is it called a dung waiter? A dung beetle? What is the word? I don't know. I don't know. She gets stabbed in the leg. She and then the thing, he cuts the rope and it falls on her leg. And man, that's pretty messed up. Yeah, she's brutal. Like, she's trying to scoot her ass away. Um, and Michael being Michael, um, does a sprint, but doesn't let you see you sweat. Like he sprints, <laughs> he sprints up those stairs and he gets her and she's gone. So those two lovers are gone. I think she died pretty bad because she she, he just put the boot to the head and was like, um, Michael hates no. women. He hates women. You and he just he kept women? stabbing and stabbing. It was just like overkill. <laughs> he obviously really hates women because um, he always, like, he gives it to w women a lot more crazy than he gives it to the dudes. I'll just say that. So maybe mm -hmm. the repressed um, sexism there. I mean, he does have mommy issues. He hates his sister. He obviously hates women. It's, it's tragic. See a therapist. <laughs> um, so John and Molly go to investigate because, <laughs> of course, where are our friends? Where are the snacks? We got to go find them. Um, and they're chased. Chase is such a, the wrong word to use in this description on Wikipedia. Um, cause Michael does not chase. Michael walks and you fuck up and he just happens to be on your heel. Um, I've never once seen that man catch a sprint, um, or a jog or a power walk. So John and Molly are chased by Michael through the school grounds. Um, and Willow and Lori, so this is a really cool sequence that we were talking about earlier. They're at this gate, this door. So there's the door to enter the building, and then there's a pre-gate before they get there. They got the keys, but fucking Molly. <laughs> drops the keys. Drops she closed the door, drops the keys, tries to reach for him, and, and, you know, here come Michael Myers getting closer and closer, and finally he tries to stab her. She moves her arm. They both stand up against the door and, you know, he's reaching through the gate, trying to stab him. And then, oh, 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 keys. <laughs> yeah. Michael goes, oh, here's the key. <laughs> and he's like, and then the keys is like, it's like janitor keys. Janitor there's keys. so many keys. None are labeled the most, this is the most chaotic key set. Like, label your keys, people. Red yeah. is for outdoors. Green is for classrooms. Like it was a miracle she even found the right key, and then she dropped it. So. Yeah, and then, and then, but he found it better. Like yeah, he found Michael, it faster, I actually. I know this key. And then, then, but what that scene is amazing. That it entire really is. sequence from 
them running, stopping. He jumps on, grabs her, he hits, and they're running to the, that entire sequence. And this is why, this is why I believe it is one of the best um, get away from something. Because mm-hmm. um, this pure terror, it was like, at that point, the adrenaline is up and it was yeah. so much terror. Um, instead of like leaving her, he's fighting and fighting and then he gets stabbed and then she helps him. And so it's like, get away. They get the keys, get in there. They probably think somewhat safe, but he realized, you know, Michael Myers grabs the keys and that right there, when I was in, in the theater, everybody was like screaming because <laughs> how long is going to take him to get in there. But at that moment, you know, Molly and John, the terror on their face, she was snotting. She was pushing all those buttons. He she was, was scared. Screaming at that door. Somebody opened the fucking door. She's snotting and spitting. Yeah. And that's when you see, you know, the most, about to see the one of the most iconic moments, I say, in horror films. Yes. Of, the, of two people, the victim and the villain, finally meet. You see a part of, Laura, you know, Lori's head open it and then it's like she opened the door and then molly got stuck behind the door and and dragging her in and then at that moment of closing michael and her just look at each other few seconds of terror right and then she grabs the gun and he flew away (laughs) yeah exactly he you know he doesn't run so he either levitated up just a few inches um, or he exactly flew away because he was gone. She literally just reached down to grab the gun and he was gone. I'm like, how does he do that? <laughs> yeah, and I, I love that scene, not just in the film, but I wish the the confrontation of something like that, of meeting um, where you finally have to face the evil that you've been running from. And him um, too, on his side, he's like, bitch, you know how long I've been trying to get <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because he was like, Lori? <laughs> you can tell him like moving. And it's like, you have not aged well. Back. You judged her. Completely judged her. <laughs> and I just thought that was wonderful. And you don't see too much of that moment, of yeah. that terror in films like that. Um, you like, see it, but remember, not as um, much. Remember in um, Alien versus Predator, where, where Alien and Predator came head to head? Yeah. It was really dope. Like, I, I got chills looking at that. I was like, ooh! <laughs> That's how I <laughs> yeah. felt. With like yeah. David and Goliath, um, Lori and Michael, and mm-hmm. I'm always rooting for Michael. So I'm like, get her, um, <laughs> because I'm rooting for him because it, it must be so re- like releasing to have a 20 year, uh, 10,000 point plan. Because I know he he journaled this. Like step one, get out. Step two, learn how to drive. Step three, drive. Um, and he had his 20 point plan to get to Lori, and then finally holy shit, there she is. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Okay. Well now I can calm down a little bit and I just like get back on the plan because I was distracted with all these damn teenagers and kids, but there she is. I'm going to get her. Um, so fly away, let her get like a head start and then we'll, we'll, you know, reconvene in about two minutes. Cause that's what they do. So they make it to the hallway. <laughs> they get about two minutes in. Mm-hmm. Um, when they think like they see a window open and they see the curtain like ominously blow. I'm like, ah, fuck, is he in here? Of course he is, because 
no one locked the school down apparently <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know what the ronnie the security guard was doing but it wasn't locking windows or that's mm -hmm. for sure but um so will uh realizing all of this is true what she's saying um sees a figure coming around the corner and uh shoots shoots all the, the bullets by the way just one two three four five <laughs> yeah hitting um and he actually shoots ronnie who had been patrolling the hallways mm -hmm. and he was mistaken for michael because they have similar uniforms <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i want to stop right here and i'm not making fun of the subject but i also want to say will I see you. I don't know how you confuse a six foot four white man and a five foot ten black man. Well, but I well, see it was distance. There were mm -hmm. I, okay. I have to be the <laughs> I have to be the one in the middle of this. Okay, distance wise, mm -hmm. and it was a silhouette. Mm -hmm. So I will give that to Will a little bit that he made a mistake. Also the pure panic that was going around him, mm -hmm. you know, so uh, uh, obviously no one is trained properly on when <laughs> to use a gun. So <laughs> No one went through it. 20 years of training and not even Lori. <laughs> properly used because you shouldn't if, if, if she would have known she wouldn't have put the gun in her pocket. Yeah, period. Right, yeah. where's your holster? Where's your holster, Lori? Yeah, because she could have slipped and shot herself. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, we see who hasn't been keeping up. Michael would never make such a mistake. He <laughs> has a 20-point plan, I'm telling you, in his journal. Um, so, anyway, Michael is pro-black. So, he was quite upset that Will shot Ronnie and actually kills Will, like, right away. So It was right away, too. <laughs> he's, he's like, what but the he didn't just kill him and you know with a stab he no. literally you know was splitting him up the back yeah, yeah uh, period because you michael can hear it up. too michael said black lives matter and <laughs> how dare you first of all only one person gets to kill people around here that's me <laughs> and second of all like ronnie i was listening to his stories outside the car when he was opening the gate he's a good writer how dare you he was really having a future here so michael knew that michael knew all of that i firmly believe and promptly gave will the death he deserved <laughs> in front of Lori because i need to trigger her a little bit more i need and to then see after that happened she was like oh will and then she took off running so she didn't love him that much <laughs> no, Lori can't love anyone, as you see, because they're just gonna die. So you better yeah. like you better get the hot girl summer feelings on Lori and just put that void up because anyone <laughs> you love is just gonna die. Mm -hmm. Um so Will's dead. So now we've got um our body count and and Ronnie's supposedly dead. That's all we get. Like mm -hmm. I respect Michael for not having to check the body. He's just takes will at his word that you killed this man so i'm not even going to check for a pulse i'm just going to you know walk over ronnie i appreciate that because he could have gave it like some extra stabs to make sure um so Lori manages to get john and molly to safety i mean she put them in a closet they left the closet what the fuck but she manages to scoop them up again and tells them uh to run go down the hill and talk to the andersons or somebody Someone's at the bottom of the hill. Go call the police because this is 1998. We had cell phones, but they weren't cool. And it was it's the top of a hill, so there's no signal anyway. So mm -hmm. we got to go to a real phone, you guys. Um, so John and Molly are gone. They're gone. Um, 
and she closes the door on Michelle Williams, aka Molly. And Molly's like, whoa, what, what's happening? She's like, go, I need to do this. Like, we need to do this. And she closes the gate because it is, um, I was watching Buffy last night. It's Thunderdome. Two men enter, one man leave. Like, that's <laughs> a quote from Buffy. Mm. Um, so she's like, look, we're here. This is it. This is the ground. This is what we're going to do. Then one of us are leaving in a body bag and it's going to be tonight. So she locks herself in. Um, and, uh, she realizes she'll never be able to be safe from Michael Myers as long as he's alive. Well, clearly. Mm -hmm. Um, so they have the showdown in like the, I guess it's the auditorium or the dance hall. I can't really tell, but Lori stabs Michael numerous times and she pushes him over a balcony. Like you think that would do it. Um, and Mm -hmm. as she prepares to stab him again, Ronnie, who is alive, convinces her to stop ronnie what are we even doing like why um ronnie says no he's dead he's dead ronnie clearly doesn't know michael myers that's okay what what i really liked um which i we should take a a, like a moment of time to say that fight scene between her and michael was really really good really intense because it wasn't like he pushed her around she ran for her life she, I mean, was fighting. They, you know, she's under tables. He's knocking her down. She's getting the ax. She stabs, run. She tricks him with her hand of blood here and there. She's like really trying her way. She wants to fight him. It's not like she, you know, she could get away, but no, I need to try to kill him. And I think when she grabbed, you know, she's like throwing every knife at him. You see she grabs the flagpole. Like, yeah, like she is going at him. And I love how she just kept dropping, like throwing every blade she could find. And he was just coming and coming to the point he went to stab her. And then she had a wooden board and you see it goes through. It, like it was really yeah. getting up there. It was really um, cute. Yeah, she doesn't have any training in fighting. Well, but she's that's the, the problem. Best. But that... But that was the best she could do. And I'm thinking for 20 years. You're not a Taekwondo class. (laughs) Not a yoga class. But she still was holding her own. She was, but she was getting out of breath. And I was like, you were supposed to be training. What were you doing this whole time? Like, she, like a Taekwondo class, a Cabra Gra, um, something. And she didn't do any of that. And um, she barely learned how to shoot a gun, except for like in the new Halloween where she just loves shooting guns all the time. It's very <laughs> weird. Um, but knife throwing, she could have learned how to throw daggers. Nothing. <laughs> well, well, she did grab, you know, some knives and hid and he's walking around like, where is she at? Yeah. And uh, then she comes out of the woodworks and just started stabbing and stabbing and stabbing and stabbing to the point where yeah. he falls over. She's calmly going down the steps and she picks up the knife out of his chest and finna stab him again. And he's like, no, he's dead. And I'm thinking, you are a black man. You should know to keep stabbing. Right. <laughs> Keep stabbing I and mean, also mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> Let her keep stabbing him. I right. mean, so the cliche of, you know, if, if I was in you know a black man in a movie, I'm gonna keep doing this. Like, no, he was uh, take the knife and let's pretend he's dead together. And I just thought I was kind of like, I would have kept stabbing. 
Yes. Or like cut the head off, like for the, which we'll get to in a second. You think, do you think there was a moment that, um, what I'm realizing now with him stopping Lori from stabbing, cause she was starting to enjoy it. You think there's a moment where she's like, Oh fuck, like brother, like sister, like no wonder he likes doing this shit. It feels good. I didn't get that at all. I thought she was just trying to make sure he was dead, dead, dead. Because yeah. if you remember, uh, I don't know, in Scream, they have like the rules of, you know, in a horror yeah. film, you got to make sure he's dead. You got to do that one nope. last stab. One last stab. <laughs> and they couldn't, they, uh, she didn't get a chance to, so. What I appreciate, another uh, reason why I'm team Sydney is uh, Sydney very much in Scream 3 always says the head dewey the head like sydney knows mm -hmm. sydney's like they wear bulletproof vests they always get away get them in the head um laurie never goes for a headshot here um it's unfortunate or an eye shot um, well she didn't get a chance will took the gun and true. shot all the bullets out <laughs> <laughs> so. that's true her only weapon but which brings me to another point really quick um before we start getting to the end 20 years in you're the headmistress and you don't have like a Glock hidden anywhere, <laughs> like <laughs> under the table well, of the faculty. I guess she can only have so many guns. She is at a school with children, well, teens or whatnot. It's California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, I'm just trying to be the devil's advocate here. And it's not <laughs> clearly. It's not working. No, no. I'm just saying, Lori. Next time, hide like some hide some weapons underneath. Like you own the school. It's like tape something underneath the desk so you can have like you know, some booby trap, put some booby traps up. Like, I feel like the kid in Home Alone did a lot more to set up like, <laughs> than you did. And he only had like a day to get it ready. So um, these are tips, girl. Don't take it personal, Lori. We love you. Um, so then, you know, he convinced her to stop. The authorities arrive because they, of course, the cops mm -hmm. are there when everything's said and done. And Michael is loaded into the coroner's van. Um, he's zipped up in the body bag and Lori grabs a gun from one of the officers and is like, back the fuck up, which <laughs> let Ronnie try to do that, Lori, be a different ending. But of course the white woman gets to do that. Um, and she grabs, she commandeers the, um, the van, the coroner's van with Michael in the back. And she starts driving, driving down the hill. Um, Michael awakens and attacks Lori. Um, who stops and she causes Michael to fly through the windshield and then they go into the woods and she drives the van into Michael and then she proceeds to drive off the road and down the steep hill and she tumbles out and it's Michael pinned between the van and the tree and Michael reaches out to Lori he reaches he reaches out like like a um Diana Ross song to touch <laughs> Lori and she looks at him so sweetly like, oh, that's, that's my baby brother. At the end of the day, that is my baby brother. And then <laughs> she decapitates him. <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> there it is. And then she closes her eyes. Yeah. And I think that was a symbol of rest. Like she felt, finally, she could close her eyes. It is finished. Yes. That, that's, <laughs> just, that's what I got out of that. Um. <laughs> and then there's you know halloween resurrection, resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> which will never we, i mean we've talked about it on the show last season if you guys ever want to hear we give flowers to tyra we give flowers to um buster rhymes thank you buster rhymes but that movie is rightfully so critically planned um 
but we we cut off Michael's head, and we all think that's the end of Michael Myers. We think that's the line. That's the big twenty year reveal. Is like we, she finally does it, um, only to have like a sequel very much quickly greenlit like after this movie went to theater i think it, it hit theaters on a friday and the the next movie was greenlit on a saturday and we're like wait a second but, <laughs> <laughs> but i digress um and that ends our movie that is halloween age 2 yes it was <laughs> so that was a lot for such a little movie so um overall your feelings about this movie how is it held up after 20 years i think it's better uh i think it's better now mm-hmm. and the reason because mm-hmm. you know during that time so many so many halloween so many slasher films came out and um you you just appreciate how they try to end a franchise without ending it yeah you appreciate that they wrote it to a it was a battle royale like yes she was physically fighting him, not yeah. running and screaming. Tommy opened the door. I mean, <laughs> you know, she was physically into, I have to face this monster or forever run. And mm-hmm. I think during the entire film, you got pieces of it going to happen from her mother's saying, you know, I don't know what you're going through, but sometimes, you know, things get better and you have to face. And then when they were in the classroom, um, uh, when she was talking about the story and uh, Molly said, sometimes you have to face the monster because you get mm-hmm. tired of running. And she had that moment of where she listened to it and then got distracted uh, with the bell. So there were points of that and realized 17, you know, 17 years later, where's my son? And she's like, you know, grabbing a gun, you know, looking for her son. Her son is running for his life um, and his girlfriend. They finally meet. Let's get the hell out of here. Everybody's dead or dying. I can't run anymore. She made sure her son and the girl is safe. I'm going in there. She went back. She's fighting, she's fighting, looking for Michael. I'm tired of this. One of us is going down and it ain't Oh yeah. Me. So that's just interrupt and, you, but that beautiful moment of when she yells out Michael and the camera pulls back and mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, she's calling him out. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh yeah, that that was a very iconic moment. And then at that moment, you saw when she looked, um, when she got the kids in the car and she looked and looked at them get away and you knew the battle is on and mm-hmm. that fight scene that you know under the table stabbing getting out of the way tricking him knocking him down she was trying her hardest and mm-hmm. i think you know loading him up in that van she she's watched him get loaded i was like oh no no mm-hmm. no i'm going to make <laughs> sure heads will roll like no way and she risked probably whatever was going to happen because she looked at her son she looked mm-hmm. at the girl but mostly it was about her son and she just looked at him and looked at michael and was like no this guy's gonna come back because we He's thought he was dead before yeah something's gonna happen and she was like i need to make sure i don't understand why she didn't grab something and just go off on him right there in that body bag in front of everybody right however however they would have stopped her 
how no wait 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 <laughs> i was gonna say however she did cut the head, head off but it didn't matter yeah if you have not seen Resur uh halloween resurrected uh spoiler here it is not even michael <laughs> not michael in the bag it was a switch and i was like wait how did he because do this when when one of the corners or or went into to check michael out i think it was right that's right officer, he knocked him out, changed clothes, take the mouth shut. Yeah, yeah. A Michael, the Michael head Mascara. on him took off. They thought he was him because he was knocked the hell out. So when he was waking up, it was a different guy waking up trying to panic. What the fuck is going on? Which is so, a brilliant, brilliant way to do that. Like yeah, resurrection but, sucked, but the first five minutes it sucked. <laughs> the entire time, it was a completely different person. And then the crazy happened and resurrected when she was in the hospital. Michael came for her. He, you know, you and killed, well, if you've never seen it all well, but it ain't, you ain't missing much. We're not, yeah, we're not. He killed her in the first five minutes and you thought that was the end, which it kind of was, but some idiots wanted like, let's make a live show yeah. at the Michael Myers house or some kind of house that was his or whatever. He happened to be chilling in the basement. And, right. Okay. Could you imagine your <laughs> 21 year, like tirade is over. You finally killed Lori. You're having a beer, a Corona. And, <laughs> and then some assholes are upstairs. And you're like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> <It> never ends. <laughs> yeah. So that's when the whole live, let's watch live. Something happened, started to kick off. Yeah. And and yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you for recapping that. Please listen to the <laughs> Halloween Resurrection episode if you guys haven't, because we really go back into that. Um, and it's such a it's a fun movie, but it's shit. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I really love this movie. I really think because this movie, this is what the fans wanted. As as much as it's um, not great by any means, um, as in like there's a lot of things left unopened and whatever um this is a fan-made movie you could tell the producers and everyone involved is like we want to do this for the fans which is what the halloween that came out two years ago should have been about um so i love this movie for what it is knowing exactly the audience they were targeting know exactly the people who are coming to see it what they wanted to see which is michael um and laurie um, all the time. So it's it's great. Um, what would you like to say to Mr. L O Cool J in particular? Oh man. Uh, I like to be around the way girl. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when that song came out. So yeah. You uh, or doing it and doing it and doing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> That was when he had them beautiful lips and he would always lick them. Mm -hmm. Anyway, mm -hmm. that's another story. <laughs> another, <laughs> another episode. But another uh, episode. I love El Kuje. I mean, he, he's a really good actor. He's a very fun actor. I've never met him in person. I hope one day I we have that opportunity. But I love how he never dies in yes. his films and and it works. It, it always works. works. Um He's just a great actor. You could tell he loved that horror genre, yes. but he ain't dying. He, it ain't, he, he, ain't needs to, dying. he needs to come back and do more. He yeah. hasn't done much since Deep Blue Sea. Come back, LL. Yeah. Come with us. Well, ho hopefully he does, but so far he's been doing other things, but uh, yeah. he's such a 
he's just he has a presence he about does. On screen he does bring an audience he does bring money and so. he hasn't aged if you guys he's on twitter he's active and he'll post pictures and i'm like what is this demon seed it's just, <laughs> he yeah. looks the same. he's just he's just more bald but he is he he oh my god he never age i never know. ages and and still married to his lovely wife of years and years and years and, and has and a they have like a hundred children yes <laughs> beautiful family he's a good man like first of all I, I no offense to the rock i love the rock but ll is should have been the rock like he should have been doing all the action films and stuff like he was my guy coming up in the 90s i don't know why he didn't get the same opportunities but um I love you, LL. This is this episode's for you. We're giving our flowers to you, Ronnie, Ronald, Ronnie Jones, LL Cool J. <laughs> um, thank you for being funny. He's also a really good comedian. He should do more comedies. Um, you were funny in this role. You were sweet. You were endearing. You were supportive. You were strong. You love your wife. That that's always great. Your black wife. And um, we're we wish you had a bigger role in this film. By all means, I wish you had a little more layers to you. I wish you got to kick some Michael Myers ass, maybe a little hi-ya to the neck. I don't know, something. But um, we're happy you're here, um, and we're happy you live in the Halloween legacy. Now, they brought Kyle Robert, no, Kyle, what's her name, from Housewives of Beverly Hills. Kyle Richards. They brought Kyle, Kyle Richards back for the new Halloween Kills. And I'm like, if you can bring Kyle Richards back, she was in the first one, right? Or the second one, I can't remember. Maybe she was in the first. I, you should bring LL back. Just throw him back into the, the genre, please. Bring LL back into the fold. That's what I'm asking from Blumhouse. Um, oh my gosh, this has been such an amazing episode. It's probably the funniest episode we've ever had on this podcast. So oh, thank cool. you for that. <laughs> um, where can the people find you? Uh, they could find me on Instagram and Twitter, also on YouTube. Um, you could type in horror movies and beyond and, and YouTube and it'll come up for Twitter is H movies beyond. And for Instagram, it's just horror movies and beyond. I'll be the only one um, that uh, pop up with that name. So that's where they could find me um, very active on uh, Instagram and Twitter um, stuff like that. And yeah, that's where they could find me. Find her, follow her, look out for Shutterary. Oh yeah, Shutterary. Um, <laughs> it's 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 not in relation to Shutter. This is only my a fan of Shutter doing this because yes. I don't want nobody to think like Shutter is doing something with me. No. Yeah, but this if you want nothing... to Shutter, pay her. Because <laughs> it's this a great is idea. strictly um a a dedication of a entire month to shutter of the some of the best work i've seen in a very long time in writing um yeah. and i just wanted to showcase um because they work with a lot of independent filmmakers yeah. um and definitely making any film not just horror is hard work hard. It's really um hard. it's it's expensive yeah it's time consuming Absolutely. but you have to love it in order to do it. Mm -hmm. And um, they really gave a lot of people opportunities to really show their talent, uh, whether if it's acting, writing, or directing. And a lot of people have came out of there and moved to the top. And I really love that they're doing that. Um, it is about money, you know, we, people gotta eat, people yeah. gotta, you know. Yeah. But 
they're, they are picking the best of the best of the young talent, fresh young talent, yeah. and giving them a chance to shine. And I really do appreciate it. So that's why uh, the entire month of January uh, will be Shudderary. Shudderary. <laughs> I love the name. I love the name. So and not was- to mention, they do some, they have a lot of shorts on there, you guys. And I always appreciate that because yeah. um, no one ever puts up shorts. Like Netflix doesn't do that um and hulu doesn't do that but but shutter does though if you have a good horror short and you're a newer filmmaker you can put it on shutter and i think that's great exposure for young filmmakers so it 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 definitely is and i will be doing like reviews uh small reviews live instagram chats live tweets uh little videos of about what i think about the movie i just watched I did watch quite a bit of them and I stopped watching them. I have ah. not seen anything Shudder, even the new Christmas special, because I'm waiting for I, when I start watching them throughout the whole month. Um, I want to make sure my thoughts are at that moment, not because I've seen already. However, there are a few I have watched that I will talk about, but 90% I have not seen. So it will be authentic of what I really think. It will be honest. It would be thorough. Uh, if I don't like it, I will not never say I didn't like it because horror movies is um, subjective. It's yep. for everyone. True. Um, I would just give, uh, it's not for me, but it could yep. be for you. For you. Me. There you so. go. Well, add scare me to the list. Don't watch it yet then. <laughs> Add scare me to the list. Um, and then let me know what the hashtag is. If it's hashtag shudderary, um, <laughs> let me know. Yeah, so it can... will be shudderary, uh, cool. of course. And then um, hash, the other hashtag will be whatever movie I'm watching. Ah, so whatever movie. Cool. Yeah. Um, this has been an amazing episode. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, do you write, by the way? <laughs> uh, no. Why? Uh, <sighs> <laughs> oh is that a loaded i asked all of our guests do they write because i encourage them look well see we the need thing more... is i have yes. okay i don't want to make it like a sad story but um the reason i don't write write is because i have a problem with writing i was a late bloomer when it comes to english language okay <laughs> because of uh, not to turn it, this into a sad thing, but because I went through a lot of uh, childhood abuse, I became mm. very um, isolated. Mm. So my communication is very difficult putting it on paper. However, oh. I could tell you an entire story for an hour and a half from beginning middle, middle to end. I was going to say, you character. speak so eloquently and so thorough. But writing is a problem where I have to really think about it. I did have a blog and it took me a very long time to write one blog about a story. And I find it, it was very tedious and frustrating um, because Mm, something so simple took me forever because of those development skills that I I lacked growing up because Mm -hmm. I was constantly abused. Um, Mm -hmm. So writing i have so many ideas i have so many ideas of movies stories shows i do sketch them out (laughs) or rough draft but far as like full page books and stuff like that 
um, no, I have not done anything and I'm not planning to do anything um, for me writing. But if I found a writer yeah, um, or script writer or a book writer or short story writer or even an artist, I could tell them some fucking stories okay. that are original and blow their fucking mind. I'm going to have I- to pass you some people then because I, I want you to... I want more black women in horror genre behind the scenes anyway. And I just know you have good stories. I can just listening to you talk. I just know. So I might pass you a couple of people. I'm also going to say you should get on clubhouse cause it's all audio and you should set up a short or a story room mm. and let people listen to you. Tell those fucking stories. Short story. Uh, yeah. I'm going to check out that clubhouse. Is it yeah. just clubhouse? Like, is it an, yeah, it's just the club. I'm out of invites. They only give you a couple, but I'm sure I can find someone who in my friend list, like, hey, can you give her an invite? Because it's in beta testing. So right now it's just like invite only. Um, but if you get on there and you do like short horror stories with uh, Miss Little or, or what's the, what's the, sorry, your brand called? Oh, it's horror movies and beyond. Yeah, horror movies and beyond. <laughs> if you set up a horror H&B. movies and beyond room uh-huh. and all you do is you do your short stories, you would get so many followers so quickly. Oh, that'd be kind of well, cool. I, I definitely um, will check that out. Yeah, I do have so many s- stories because I, I think horror, I mean, at the same time, we have all these remakes, reboots, revamps, yeah. uh, re-ideas, let's yeah. do it again, <laughs> movies, and it's like, there are so many stories out here. And that's one thing why I like um, Shudder because they, they really... Um, their originals are really uh, original. Like they're they're giving other opportunities instead of the same story over and yeah. over again. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna keep encouraging you. I'm gonna pass a few resources your way in the DMs. Um, you can tell me to f off whenever you want, but I <laughs> no, I won't say that. <laughs> all the women guests that come on here, we need more black women behind the scenes. Nita Costa cannot just hold it down for us. Casey Lemons cannot just hold it down for us. We need more of us. So. And we definitely need a female um, villain. Thank you. Oh, my God. Did you read the blog this week? It was about why won't we have a female villain, a black female villain. I I definitely believe that we need a female monster. Because we have Michael Myers. We have Jason. Uh, we have Freddy Krueger. We yep. have Ch- Chucky. Yep. And people are saying, oh, we have um, the Ma. girl. And I said, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm Monster. saying is a complete franchise figure monster. Yes. yes. That's what, I mean, I don't know if you could see it. I don't know if you could I see, see it. Those. Yeah. I want a female pumpkin head. Yes. A female leather face. Yes. Not, not a female villain, but a villain yeah. like that. That's what I want we that need. too. We do we not do. have a woman, rather whatever color she may be, we do not have one. We it's don't. Man- Horror is a white man's world. It is. I always say that. And I'm not saying it's something wrong with it. It's just that we I need am. more diversity. And however, we still need the white man's help to get yeah. us in there. And then our job is to help people of color who have ideas, 
like Jordan Peele. Yep. He was strictly comedy for a while. Mm-hmm. He, he was. earned that cash and he was writing forever and yep. we got Get Out. And yeah. we got Get Out. He said, hey, cast from Black Panther. <laughs> I got Get Out and Us. Come on over. Mm-hmm. And look, and he's still doing that. We're still getting that. So, now he's uplifting Nia DaCosta with Candyman. Yeah, so um, that's what you... That's what that's do. what I'm saying. You you can't knock down the the good white people who have gave us the opportunities because we still need them to open the door for us to get in there. But yes. once we in there, get get Cheryl over here. <laughs> Not Cheryl. <laughs> you hang up the phone with Ronnie. <laughs> you know, or, or get a Ronnie, or get a Shaquita, or get whatever. Get an African. I don't care who they are, and they have they have you know, their ideas, their movies, and get in there. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's how you do it. Yes. That, and that's why I always encourage anyone who comes in the show. I'm like, are you writing? What are you doing? Are you producing? Are you directing? Can you, can you do it? Because <laughs> if not, I'll teach you. I'll help you. I'll support it. Let me know. Um, because there's not, there's not many of us. There's not a lot, any of us. So, so we, there's not, I mean, there are any, but you know, there's not a, as much as we need to be. And um, not to be stereotyped either thank you meet those roles as we just i'm tired of those cheryl yeah because i think get out and us really showcase we can do other things and start being the the thug that's selling drugs and all that stuff or the mammy or the black best friend Mm -hmm. Uh, you know rachel shoes said the best are you okay like we're we're done asking our white friends that question on screen. Are you okay? Are you okay? And see the ones and and get out that was the the maid was actually a white woman. Exactly. <laughs> in she, her in in, her. in the the sunken place. So a good trip. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that makes me happy to hear. Um, by the time this comes out, this will come out on Monday. Uh, the my blog, I, I literally just wrote about this. Like why we we need more fil- uh, female villains and a monster to be exact, a movie monster, like you just said. So that will be out on the Final Draft website. You guys can read that there. But outside of that, this has been great. This has been a, such a, a lovely conversation. You're an amazing person. I can't believe you still have something to do after this. Bless your heart. Um, <laughs> but I will catch you on the Twitters. I'll catch you in the DMs. I'll let you know when this episode comes out. And um, thank you so much. Happy holidays. <laughs> thank Happy thank New Year. Thank you so much for this. This was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Afro Horror. Please subscribe and leave a comment if you'd like what you heard. We want to send a special shout out to Jaren Hemphill for our amazing logo design. Thanks, Jaren. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at, at @AfroHorror or on our website, www.AfroHorror.com. No copyright infringement was intended while recording this podcast. <laughs>